67 of Keep the Kayfabe. I'm Mike, sitting here with my boys, ready to talk some wrestling. And boys, there are a lot to talk about. Uh, Jeff Hardy just recently got released from the WWE. We have Winter is Coming with AEW. And uh, Johnny Gargano and Kyle O'Reilly bidding farewell to NXT, two staples within the promotion. So there's a lot to get to, and we're going to break it all down soon. But let's get acclimated with the boys real quick. Over in Glendale, somebody who keeps it regal, Steve Grobschmidt. How are you, Grabby? Somebody called Barry Trotz to figure it out why the Islanders have yet to win in the building. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, being a big hockey guy myself, I loved all that uh, hockey talk last night. I, I just thought we have to keep the ball rolling on ripping on the Islanders because it was such a theme. I, I know. I'm <laughs> checking the score right now to see. And they did lose again tonight nice. against the Predators. I was keeping an eye on that game while I was working tonight. They lost 4-3. to three, So they still haven't won in this new <laughs> state-of-the-art arena. It's kind of crazy. So kind of wild. Keep your eye on the NHL, boys and girls. Wow. All right, let's cruise on over to Bayview. Talk to my guy who keeps it freshly squeezed, Mr. Matt Michelson. How are you, Matt? (laughs) (laughs) Damn, dog. I mean, you've been really pulling out the, uh, like, the the mouth... uh, beatboxing and trumpets and all that shit the last three yeah. weeks like, you know, you've been I know. really doing since, all that I, since I call is... it the mouth kazoo it, it never lets me down <laughs> I was just going to say you know, for those of you that because there's not a video that was not a real kazoo that was that was Matt's mouth <laughs> <laughs> it is it's, it's a talent man you got it perfect it's all, pitch it's all about the kazoo <laughs> Matt Michelson, baby. <laughs> nice. I know that I'm getting you yeah. for Christmas. Oh, oh about the kazoo. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. I mean, I love. Oh, last week he came out just. He came out to do, just the to do just that. Just to go sit at the announcing table. Yeah, That's so dude. great. Yeah, yeah. And the crowd was just going nuts. If you look at the, if you watch it on DVR, if you go back. Watch him do it, and watch his look in the crowd behind him. People, guys are just oh like, my God. boom! They're just yelling and getting <laughs> all excited. You'll see guys like jumping in the crowd, you know, like like kind of like I we were the night he was uh he first debuted. Came, debuted. Yeah, I was jumping like a schoolgirl for him and Punk that week. Hey, Mike. You know, since we're finishing up introductions, who is that just talking right there? Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, it's it's the man uh, living in the land of confusion lately, <laughs> Mr. Oh, my God! Charlie Michael, he's back, baby. The, off of his Genesis tour. Yep, the Genesis tour. The elite. The, the elite. Super kick party! Oh, baby. Yep. Yes. And we have to just get get the story on this we only got pictures in the group group thread i kind of hinted at it last episode that charlie met some a-listers in the atl airport so charlie so you were going to a genesis concert correct yeah i was working i was flying to philadelphia okay Uh, so you had a a connection in atlanta yep Wow, that's I'm, even crazier. I'm, Little did you know, you you would bump into some of your idols, yep. the Young Bucks in the ATL airport. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Yeah, I was just walk. I actually was walking around because a lot of the food places were closed, and so I was looking around and just walking down different aisles. And, it's, and I was like, finally, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go to this Popeyes chicken, the chicken sandwich. I know it's good. Then all of a sudden, I'm walking and I look and I'm like, I see Matt. I see uh, Matt Jackson. I'm like. Holy shit! He was like stunned. I was stunned. I'm like, then I saw his brother, and then I saw Brandon. I'm like, dudes! I'm like, you guys are kick ass. I go, 
I go, oh, man, you guys kick ass. I didn't shake their hands or anything like that because of COVID. I didn't want to freak them out. And I was like, hey, can I get sure. a picture really quick? They're like, yeah. And so I started taking this selfie. And I fucked. I couldn't get it right. So some guy was there. I, he might have been a Young Bucks fan, too. But he didn't have the balls to say anything to him. So he like, Oh, man. What, so a, he, what a trooper. Yeah. So he like, he like, oh, I'll take it. And took the picture. And I was like, sweet. Thanks, man. It was just, That's awesome. Yeah, it was just freaky that they got there that late because usually those guys get in town a day early because they always film stuff for uh, being the elite. So they're always there a day early. It just happened they got there the day of the show, you know. So it was just really That's so weird. awesome. Yeah, That's it was, awesome. and it wasn't like it was. I saw them. It wasn't like it was like not crowded. It's Atlanta Airport, so it's pretty busy, and there's a lot of people there. I'm just like, oh shit! Yeah. Just happened to walk. Right in front of him at the same time, dude. Did Cutler help because he's so damn tall? Oh, yeah. Well, I was like, get it. I can get Brandon in here. Oh, get Brandon. I was like, make sure you get Brandon in here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he loved that. Yeah, I'm surprised you recognized him. Right away, dude, with mask on. Right away, I saw him. I was like, I saw him Matt. I was like, it's fucking Matt Jackson. I'm really good with, like, when I spot famous mm-hmm. people, knowing them right away. Like, oh, shit, that's such and such. Like, you know, I did it to Lee Johnson. I saw Lee Johnson. I saw Sami Zayn at the at the gym, and I just knew right away. And actually, years ago, when Bryant first signed the WWE, I'd kind of quit watching, and he was there. And I was like, ah, I didn't really know him. And like now, I wish I'm like, fuck, I wish I'd had a picture with him back then. You know, because I yeah, saw now him. he's like an all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was yeah. like when he was clean face, short hair, Daniel Bryant. You know, the whole, doing the whole next thing. You know. But yeah, it's pretty. It was it was pretty. It was pretty wild seeing him. I knew him right away. I was like, "Oh shit, Dude, that's so cool!" Yeah, yeah. I'm. Ha- I was so happy for you too because I know you were the guy that got me hip to the young oh, bucks, yeah. like talking them up. Like because I know you've been with them since the very beginning and everything. That had to right, been right. just a huge thrill. Oh, totally. Yeah, because I've seen them, you know, at live at shows and stuff. And they do when they were Ring of Honor, they were doing their signings and on the merch table and everything like that. But I never bought bought a but bought anything but you know i've been fairly close to him but just to run into him yeah. in the uh and the um and the airport was kind of cool you know made yeah. Them, oh yeah probably made them feel famous as well because i'm sure there weren't many wrestling geeks i'm always i'm always keeping my eye out for wrestlers in an airport that's like my dream is to like spot somebody oh, yeah. and like yeah, just is, yeah. rush them a little bit well yes. we've heard your story about you know bringing flowers under the guise of like welcoming your wife but yeah also to see wrestlers <laughs> yeah yes well no shame my in wife that. Tip, she tipped me off to it. It, it that wasn't as organic as what charlie experienced so oh yeah, yeah. it's true but, very, yeah, very cool of, Speaking of organic uh, passings now, uh, a staple in the NXT family, pretty much Mr. NXT, Johnny Gargano is moving on from his current contract, and uh, we don't know his uh, current landing point yet. We all kind of speculated that he may be going up to the main roster just because he's such a WWE guy, Uh, but from the news that we heard when uh, me and the boys were chatting before we hopped on tonight to do the show, uh, Johnny doesn't have to sign anywhere until midnight tonight or what, what's well, the story? Steve? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I mean, there's not a whole lot of meat to the bone other than he has not as of now re-signed with WWE and as of midnight, he will officially be a free agent. So, okay. and, you know, there's obviously a chance he could resign with WWE, but he hasn't. And come midnight, I think. Yeah, I feel like if he would, if he was yeah. going to, he would have. From that, from that, um, but, um, that fightful. That, yeah, I looked up that fightful after you told me that's where you saw it. it yeah, pretty much said there that they haven't. Uh, that both sides aren't resigning. So, I'm so happy about that too because Same here. you know, I, I, he like, sold out. I just you know you know what do I know? There's people that have their own reasons for doing oh, yeah, things totally. for their career, but. I just like seeing anybody who's of any prominence just not re-signing there because of all the crap they've pulled. And he, I don't say this as the slightest knock on him. I say it on Vince and all the usual suspects, but I see his chances for meaningful success on the main roster to be less than 5%. I mean, if they couldn't, if they couldn't figure out Keith Lee, Ricochet, Aleister Black, you name it. 
what are they going to do with a guy that, you know, we already know Vince doesn't like little, you know, little aging right. guys. So what the hell they would they have done with him? Nothing. I, th- I yeah, thought the agreed. wording, I, real quick, I thought the wording on this is kind of inter- interesting too. I'll read it and then you can go, Matt. Johnny Gargano is set to become a free agent at midnight after he and WWE decided not to extend his contract. So was it a two-way street? Hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That is interesting. I, I was just going to jump in, but Charlie, before you read that, um, I still don't know where I stand on this. I was going to say that I'll believe it when I see it as far as is Johnny Gargano actually going to leave WWE. But after hearing that article, I mean, that seems a lot more like if the feeling is mutual. Okay. Then I would think, okay, Johnny Gargano is probably moving on somewhere else. I feel like though WWE's done a lot to almost like, confuse and mislead everybody in the public as far as like what is johnny gargano actually going to do are we going to see him in the royal rumble are we going to see him on raw next week who knows right i now let's say he does leave wwe which from the sounds of this article it sounds like it's going to happen right now how many guys yeah how many guys do you know that don't get a contract signed go back okay a week later i'm signing with you it doesn't happen often it's a wrap dude yeah i yeah so i don't see it happening at the same time I don't know that we're going to see him roll up in AEW anytime soon, just because Candice LeRae, I think, is about a month away from having their kid. So, February. Yeah. So I'm imagining that Johnny Gargano is going to want to take some time, you know, be with the kid. I hope he saves some money but, because there's no benefits, there's no pay. Once that contract's over, it's not like a 90-day, it's nothing. She's got, a, she's got a check coming in and stuff like that, but that's, that's, a, true. that's the part with but, being a subcontractor. He could... I mean, he could sign with the knowing the class organization AEW. They could, is, him they could sign him just yeah. to give him the benefits, and then debut him in February or not February, but you know after his paternity yeah. type thing. I mean, yeah, but you're, but yeah, I don't know that. I, I think to your point, Matt, I don't know that we're going to see him next week. No, but, no, no. I would. Yeah. I, I was thinking Cal O'Reilly's going to come next week. I yeah. Something big's gonna happen. Winter's coming. Wasn't it last year that Sting debuted? Yeah. And uh, right. Yep. I yes. think you know if one of these big names is gonna drop, like and I, yeah, I think Kyle O'Reilly is the most logical. They gotta things, do something on their big show. Yeah, something at, like, end of the year. Happen. Yeah, because I would be really surprised if they. Took, I mean, I prefer, but I'd be really surprised if they took the belt off Hangman because last year, like you said, Sting debuted. Kenny got the title. You know, it was a big That's show. Right. It was a big show last year. Yeah, well, I mean, Mojo Raleigh's still out there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Johnny's uh, in between a little rock and a hard place right now. When you talk about the benefits and you know a baby coming in, I mean, it's nice to have that time up. He doesn't seem like a guy that kind of splurges all his money and stuff no. like that. So he might just kind of wait in the weeds and maybe do a little autograph signing here and there. But, um, yeah, I don't see him rushing into AEW pretty soon. It's not like they desperately need him right now either. Um, so I think maybe we'll see maybe what Johnny's going to start doing maybe in the spring yeah, is I'm what just, my prediction would yeah, be. Yeah, I'm just thinking. But yeah. I like where your head's at with Kylo O'Reilly too because he was the other big guy that kind of went out with a bang on this last NXT uh episode and we're gonna see if he lands in AEW, and that makes way more sense uh especially with his boys bobby fish and adam cole recently being signed there and um it could it could recreate some uh that ring of honor magic right charlie yeah i mean yeah i mean without a doubt because it's just basically he's tony khan's booking it like uh ring of honor um and, and early nxt with triple h um with, with a bigger budget, it's a, it's the same, you know, it's the same kind of wrestling style, same presentation, you know, stealing things mm-hmm. from WCW with debuting guys, you know, and stuff like that. So, if, I mean, it'll and, get and, and they, for, yeah. it'll get old Ring of Honor people excited to see like a reboot and, of it, kind of. But oh, then yeah. there's people like me that missed all that. And now we get to see, yeah. like you said, in a bigger budget on a on a great yeah. uh, network, and yeah. you know it's exciting. Yeah, you because know, I mean uh, stuff that Red Dragon, you know, O'Reilly and Fish did was good at NXT, but it was so much freaking better in Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Them and it, like there's a there's a lot of great matches there with like those guys and and the Bucks. You know, they had great mat great matches, dude. It was just 
they just were all worked so well together. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be obviously the best wrestling company in the world. I mean, if, you, if New Japan too, but I, AEW is gonna be probably one of the best wrestling companies in the world. Easily, yeah. all the guys come. Well, in. that's not. Let's get that. Forget the. I would say likelihood that Kevin yeah. Steen's gonna be showing up. Yeah, exactly. And in January. And that's going to be, I can't overstate how big that's going to be. And Zane, yeah. and Zane as well. So. That's going to be as big as like the all out debuts that we saw. Yeah. Yeah. Next year, 20, they're poised to have a good 2020, 2022. Oh, for sure. And that is undisputed. <laughs> yep. No, nice. And that yeah, is that's right. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Well, just. And just with all these, um, you know, trifecta stables that are in AEW, I mean, I mean, the storylines can go on and on. I mean, we just saw Trent uh, rejoin the best friends um, oh, uh, yeah. last night's episode yeah. of Dynamite when uh, his mom rolled up in the minivan. I was like, could it be? Could it be? And he steps out. Yeah. With the, I kind of miss the lettuce. I mean, he had a great head of lettuce. Oh, I like, I like uh, the look that he's hair. got now, man. He looks like a it's badass. Yeah, it looks a little more like, good. you know, intense. A badass, Although, yeah. A yeah. friend of mine good-naturedly joked that he looks like the love child between uh, the Blade and John Moxley now, which is kind of <laughs> yeah. funny when you look at it. Yeah. He kind of looks like good... he looks a bit like the Blade, but no, it was a good look. He looks good. Could... Totally. Yeah. I, I was telling the guys before we started recording, this was one of my favorite parts of Dynamite. Yeah, me too. Um, I I was a big fan of the best friends when I first started watching Dynamite. And then Trent went away for a while, had some surgery, spent some time recovering. And, I, you know, I think Wheeler Yuta joined the group around mm-hmm. that time. And if since then, it just it's hasn't felt the same. The same. Nope. And I think last night watching Dynamite, seeing Trent return with Sue in the van, it just everything feels right again. And I'm really excited to see what they do with the best friends. I have to believe by bringing Trent back, there's, there's something in the works. I, um, I don't know maybe Charlie of all of you know the most about him, but I was kind of lukewarm on Romero until that match last night. He was outstanding in that match. And I, I say that, I say the lukewarm thing. Cause I don't, I, I didn't yeah, watch him in really anything else. Him. Oh yeah. But dude, dude yeah. he was, he, he he stole the show last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of I was kind of that way too years ago when he first when I first saw because him and you know him and Trent him and Trent were a team with Punky Vice. Yeah, I read Dude, that. Yeah. I saw him. I was kind of okay, and then all of a sudden I saw him more and more because they would they were mostly in Japan. Then he came Ring of Honor, and then I was like, dude, I was, dude, I was sold by him, dude. It was fucking insane, dude. Here's a here's another brush with. Uh, a brush with greatness. I don't know if Rocky, I can't remember if Rocky Ramirez was from the Chicago suburbs or not, but I went to a Ring of Honor show years ago and somehow these, I was sitting next to these people that were just huge Rocky Romero fans because they were <laughs> cheering hard for him and Trent. And I guess they, they kind of, they went to high school or knew him really close. So after the show, like fucking Rocky was there with them, you know, I didn't take any pictures or nothing, but got to meet him and shit. It was like, it was like, he was just a cool dude. It was like, wow. But yeah, him and Trent were great, dude. And Rocky's just really yeah. good. That's why I mm-hmm. think, I yeah. think the whole deal, I think he's a coach in New Japan and the dojo mm. and, and the West Coast because that's why he's here a lot. So I think that's why he's here and not in Japan. But I, I could be wrong on that. But I think, I know he has something to do with uh, that JoJo in California they have. There's just something funny about like, you know, like you look at guys like, yeah. Rocky Romero and um also um I just lost his name. Oh my god. I mean, uh, uh, Ray Phoenix. They don't oh. have like if you just looked at him standing there like yeah, like yeah. they don't have like they're not ripped. Yeah. But my god, can they do moves? It's just it's <laughs> yep. crazy. That's like yeah. when I first saw the Bucks I'm like, who the fuck are these little guys dude? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, they tore the house down. But to bring yeah. it back to what Matt said, I, I mean, I agree. I feel like something was lost with Trent. Like, I don't oh, know, yeah, Wheeler sure. Yuta. Wheeler Yuta, yeah. because there's such a lack of personality there, yeah. hasn't done anything for me. Yeah. And then Romero's good, but it's yeah. like it just seemed a little directionless. Even Cassidy. Yeah. yeah. And, and now I feel like they're back. They're gonna. Yeah. They're gonna. Yeah, it's back. Because you gotta remember, they, they had one of the best matches ever in Ring of Honor or Ring mm-hmm. of Honor and uh, AEW with the uh, with. Uh, Proud and powerful. Remember that? Yeah, exactly. That was a hell of a match. Yeah, the parking lot fight. I still go back and watch that match on occasion. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, you know, Steve, you just mentioned Orange Cassidy feeling a little bit directionless as well. And I totally agree. I've been feeling that lately, too. I was listening to the What Culture podcast today, and they even mentioned the same thing. Um, But if you pay attention to the match we saw on Dynamite this week, there was a moment where he goes for his signature, you know, leg kicks that are just completely harmless. Um, and Adam Cole just is having none of it. And you can tell by the end of the match, Orange Cassidy kind of has this look on his face ah. like, I need to get it together. So my hope is we start to see him evolve his character a little bit. Um, yeah. I think it's about time for it. I mean, he's it's pretty impressive he's managed to make it over two years in AEW with the same shtick without evolving whatsoever. Well, so what's great about AEW is that somebody can go strong like he did or, or the opposite. Miro came in with that video game thing and it just wasn't working with Kip Sabian. And it just all works out in the end. It's like, you know, Miro went from being like, Oh, that wasn't much of a debut to just like his character is one of the coolest things I've seen. Like, I just love this. Like he's like, like sacrilege. Like, I don't know. I think he, what he's doing is great. So orange Cassidy does amazing things. He beat Jericho. Now he's, it's almost like they've kind of put pause on him, but you know, he's going to come back at some point. And it's like, they got so many tools to work with. They could just mm-hmm. kind of say, all right, we're going to kind of put you on the slow track right now, but then we'll bring you back. Um, it's really, yeah, they're, they're kind of, it's interesting how they can do that or just keep them quiet on dark for a while or elevation. And then they're back in the mix. Yeah, one of the great thing about using factions in wrestling, everybody gets time and the crowd gets these crazy chaotic matches. Yeah. I mean, look at that 2.0 um, acclaimed. That was a damn fun match, too, with the Jurassic and um, the Varsity Blondes. Varsity Blondes, I mean, we haven't seen anything from them since MJF was, like, menacing um, um, Pillman. Right. They went completely back to the right. other shows. They bring them back out of the blue, and now you got like yeah, Malachi right. Black throat, spitting mist in the Julia's face, and it's like and it's all that, fresh again. And I think that's the only reason they brought him back just to have that to happen. Or you won't probably see him, you won't see him again. They're not going to work in big angles with those guys. Probably not. But but the, you know they're young. I think they'll have their exactly. days they'll here and there. Time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping Julia comes back as like some sort of like effed up like mistress like like dark mistress kind of like 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 he corrupts her that'd be hilarious yeah, that'd be good. I don't know that they're probably not going to do that oh too soon she's too pure just a sweetheart not Julia is with the not anymore lines. Whew, I hope she's okay <laughs> well speaking of uh being okay uh on the flip side uh it's cody's back is still look uh pretty burnt up and uh still look like he t- took a lot of um damage from the last atl street fight but i think we should cover it before we move on to our predictions for winter is coming uh we saw cody give a a promo vignette with Shivani, and uh, he was a little more self-aware of how much people did not like him, which warmed us, the boys, up a little more to Cody, which was very interesting. He kind of referenced himself like, you know, just me and you were just a couple of good guys yeah, and stuff like great. that. And he, and he, and he kind of fit, and he kind of fake going into the heel tunnel, but yes, then that went was, back over to like, the oh, baby face tunnel. That was good. I was so, like, yes. I was like, he's got it. Yes. So yeah. Charlie, are you are you feeling Cody a little bit? No, oh yeah, kind of dogging Cody the past couple well, of weeks. Well, now. I like him that he's turning heel. Yeah, I like it a lot because he's a good heel, dude. But I like he's like. So you think he's turning heel? Oh yeah, last night was like the biggest hit. Oh yeah, he he gave the hit. He's not gonna be. He won't be a fake. He might sweat out, but he's gonna. He's not gonna be adamant. I don't want to be a bad guy. He's gonna. He's gonna play along with it. I think the the. Now we start. He's starting to turn. Now he just passed, so, passed the turn. He's starting to turn. So you know, last week Charlie, you weren't here. We were kind of questioned, like we were losing hope a little bit. On oh the yeah. Cody thing oh after. yeah. But yeah. I will say, even after we filmed the episode, I was sitting there thinking, God, but there's that Sting moment, and I, I keep going back to that moment when Sting debuted, and he came out to the hero's welcome. You know, he had his, yeah. his moment with Shivani, and then he just did not like Cody, and like he said, I'm not here for you. I'll see you around, kid. Yeah. Which is kind of flipped yesterday, like. They wouldn't have done that. Sti- that Sting thing was there, and you know their long-term storyline. So yeah, I'm back on board too. That oh, I yeah. think Cody's well well aware of what he's doing. Oh yeah, he knows what he's doing, dude. Because that 
the whole us good guys, him coming out, was kind of cocky, us good guys. Oh, it's dripping with condescension. Yeah. Yeah, and you can see, he called him kid. He called him kid. kid. You know? And Sammy Guevara went from like not happy with the introduction to yeah. then being like, yeah, I'm down with this friend thing. And then the kid thing, and you saw his face drop yeah. out. Like, seriously, it was the, so great. The the whole, was great. And then he said the giveaway was the whole running in the other other uh, <laughs> that, that was great. They're like, whoa, you know, it was perfect. Dude. I think, I was like, I think yes. Charlie mentioned it before. Like, yes, it's going to be good. I think Charlie mentioned it before, but I, I think it was over the last two shows. We've talked about this potential heel turn with Cody in these matches he's been having, how everything's felt very directionless. Like, we always sensed that a turn was coming. But it was just oh, yeah. so unclear what was yeah, happening. Like it was getting heat. starting to really piss fans yeah. off. It wasn't even like heel heat. It was just going. Yeah, away. doesn't he know he's oh. fucking annoying? You know. I I know, and so I was so happy this oh, week I, to see yeah, Mark, this segment. Dude, I think I it was really marked. well done. Yeah, for regardless of you know everything that's happened over the last few weeks, this did a good job solidifying the direction of Cody. But more importantly, it was just good TV, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm really excited to see Cody and Sammy Guevara go at Oh, yeah, that's going to be good because I don't know. It's because it could be, does he lose? He could take the title yeah, and, like, really he, piss people does off. Does he lose and get totally pissed off and go heel? Or does he take it, act like a good guy still, but be a heel still do? So you don't know which way it's going to go because if they really want to get hated – fucking take the belt off of him and then the fans will just be fucking going nuts on him. oh because sammy's sammy's so over yeah yep. and just have him be like the oblivious what do you mean why don't you why don't you guys like him yeah what a title again you know and then just doing little heelish shit like he did last night it could be really good you know Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm so happy they they did that. Yeah, so yeah, I, I, I had like, lost yes, hope, and yeah, there. it's like, yeah, I think man, you just said the word directionless. It was like, okay, Alistair Black, I'm sorry, Malachi Black does this awesome thing where he just kicks the shit out of Cody. Second match beats him. What was what was the point of a third match? And Cody had to win. Yeah, and then they like kind of hot shot this feud with uh, Andrade, and he has to win that one in a in a. Uh, uh, like you know, normally you reserve those sort of like street fights for like the end of a big feud, but it just seemed like it was kind of thrown in there to make Cody look sympathetic. Like they did all those things, and now it feels again like yeah, they're doing that just to like, like they want people to just get disgusted and throw the belt back and all that. And... Yeah, it's almost like if you want to try and justify why they did all these matches with Cody and Pac and Andrade and them. It's this is almost exactly how Roman Reigns was booked in 2015, where you didn't know where he stood, but you hated him just because like nothing felt clear. All he did was win. Nobody really cared or wanted him to win eventually, and then they never turned him heel, right? Um, and we saw that over the last few weeks, and it was the exact same feeling. But now that there's a clear direction, and fans were telling WWE to do this years ago when Roman Reigns really could have made a heel turn much sooner. I almost wonder if Cody's saying, okay, yeah, we're going to do the same thing, but this time we're going to say, what happens if you actually turn the person heel? Um, I'd, I'd love to know if that's actually what they're talking about in the writer's room, but I... Or Cody, we'll see. We'll see Cody pulling out the sledgehammer for a hot second. Yeah. It's like, you know, the Triple H references, which pe yeah. which people that aren't behind Cody right now are basically saying, dude, you're, you're, be you're basically Triple H. So, <laughs> yeah. I think he I think he figured it out. I think he gave us I think so. Gave us okay. I, I know what's going on, dude. I know. But I have a feeling too, he might fucking get cheered with this now too, because people want him to turn heel so bad. They might switch <laughs> they might switch it up that people are like, Yes, yes, he's a heel. Yeah. You know? I think the minute he does turn heel, like like if his heel moment comes by like, you know, like betraying Arn or doing something crazy there's going to be a mix it's not going to just be like that oh you 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 beat up Arn the legend and boo oh, no, I, I think, think like when he actually when he actually turns heel there's going to be a lot of people cheering oh yeah right myself included <laughs> yeah. I think, he's yeah, just, I think uh, it'll be a it'll be like a unanimous you know joy that like people bond over be like okay we were all feeling this and that's just kind of what aw is it's just like a collection of you know uber wrestling fans that they'll celebrate together and be like okay now we can get on with the show and uh you know the crowd will pay, play their parts and yeah i think it'll be way better for business if 
you know, Cody does this heel turn, which might happen at Winter is Coming. There hasn't been a lot of stuff uh, already slated. Uh, we do have some big matches to talk about, but we know it's a big show. I mean, we just talked about it, us uh, boys, before we started recording tonight. This is when Sting made his debut. This is where Kenny Omega took the belt off of John Moxley. So, I mean, this is a serious show. I know it's not one of their... Um, you know, pay-per-views that they roll with, but it's becoming significant. Uh, we're going to see Brian Danielson take on Heyman Page. I mean, I really don't know what to think about this match. I mean, Brian Danielson has been just on fire since he's been on AEW. He's been on TV almost every single week, putting on awesome matches. Uh, he's looked better than ever as a technical wrestler. Uh, there's not a lot of holes in his game right now, but I mean, they just put the belt on I Adam know. Hangman Page, so it's like, <laughs> are they really going to take it off of him right away? On uh, you know, winter is coming. I don't really know. What are you guys know uh, where that shows? Does anybody that got show a feeling? At? Do you guys know where that shows at? I'll look it up quick. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's I, still I mean, on the west co- east coast, oh, but uh, okay, I don't know. If it's down, Steve, while you're looking that up, I'll just give a couple quick thoughts yeah. on this. Um, I, you know, AEW has been really good about long-term storytelling, especially with the championship. Um, I feel like they've done a good job of building long-term championship reigns. I, this is going to be a true test of Adam Page, I think, um, because honestly, I've almost forgotten already about that moment between him and Kenny Omega from Full Gear. Uh, you know, it was a two-year build-up. We finally got that satisfying moment where Adam Page wins. But I almost feel like that story is already over and it, the second chapter hasn't even started. Yep. So I I would not be totally shocked if Brian Danielson won the title. And for two reasons. One, I don't feel like it's too far of a reach given how on fire he is right now and just how good of a wrestler he is. I find it more believable that he would win the match than Adam Page, quite frankly, at this point. And... Secondly, Brian Danielson, I think, is, what, 40 or 41 years old now? Is he? I think he's at a point age-wise where putting the belt on him probably isn't a terrible idea because you don't want him to get too much older and have either a run that gets cut short or one that just doesn't live up to the hype. So I think while he's hot, while he's in good shape, makes sense to put the belt on him. You can always build Hangman Page back up as kind of a, he did it, but he's still got more to learn. And just kind of keep him as the eternal baby face in the title picture. Like, I, if okay. you're going to hop a yeah. table the title, he's the perfect guy to do it with. Yeah. I don't mind that. Hey, good call. Yeah, he's Yeah, he's I mean, it's uh, he would be a formidable opponent to lose to. And, you know, again, like we just talked about, you know, this is a big show. It would be appropriate, the timing, because it's not like people have their hearts, you know, totally invested. I mean, he's got a good little gimmick right now saying cowboy shit but that's basically yeah, it. you know it's not like <laughs> yeah not like he, he has like an awesome yeah. you know everything else going for him he's got the dark order behind him and i mean they're just like a band of buffoons basically that's, so that's that's so true you know, that's so not perfect, like he's very dude. strong in his game yeah, that's, and that's um perfect but Mike. danielson but Danielson is pretty much showing that he can do it on his own and yeah. the confidence is just oozing from this dude. I love how, you know, they lead off the show or they close the show with him just like while the crowd is just so fired up. It's like the dude is so cool. Like and just nothing rattles him. He's just looking at like sneering at the crowd like you got to be fucking kidding me. I'm going against a guy named Angles. I'm going against John Silver. Like what the fuck are you guys thinking is going to happen right here? And then dismantles him. It's he's he's putting on a great show right now. Oh man, I mean, you're right. What an acquisition. Yeah, for AW. That's great though, but like you said, though, he's just he's, all he's got is cowboy shit, you know, and, and a cool <laughs> and a cool yep. entrance song, but he's he needs, yeah, he yeah, needs yeah. a little bit more than that. But like you said, I'd be I'd be surprised if they took him off took it off of him this fast. I think they're gonna play mm-hmm. it out a little right. longer and see how he does. But I mean I would still, you know, that next show the next big show is the Battle of the Belts in January. So Maybe then, but he, yeah, like you said, he's got to do more. He's he's lucky that the ratings have been pretty decent and consistent, so they can't blame him for bad ratings, so they might keep the butt on him longer. But, yeah, he needs to be on TV more, do more. Like when Kenny was on there doing just heelish shit, 
yeah, they need him to be doing something, you know, besides. Yeah, he isn't, he, he hasn't, yeah, I think I, I got to steal this from what culture. Yep. Adam Page hasn't wrestled since no. he won the title. No. And 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 and, and, and uh and and Brian's been out there every single yeah. week legitimately yeah. caving heads yeah. in. So yeah, that's like almost like like he's the good guy, but he's, he's you had, know everything Daniel Bryan's saying is is right. Yeah, he's had two he's I think I think Hangman's had like really two match or three matches. Was he in that two he had said two or three matches and one of them was the uh was for the like the rumble to get the belt. So he oh, really yeah. had he's only really had like maybe another one was like a tag team. That, no, he wasn't in that match. He was dressed up in the Halloween match. So he's only That's had right. like really one full match the last how many months? Months. Yeah. So what's interesting to me is like you got to think like the great unknown we don't know at this point is who's coming in. How think on their feet or how adaptable AEW is because if you figure really what Daniel what sorry Brian Danielson's doing right now is filling in for John Moxley because Moxley was going to be in this role Moxley was going to turn heel it's almost like they just inserted Daniel you know Brian Danielson because they know he can do anything he's going to be the heel now um so that being said if this was Moxley right now I think we'd all be like yeah Moxley's not going to win the title but so by proxy, does that mean yeah they're gonna stick to some sort of plan where where Hangman holds on to it, maybe loses to MJF at some point, or are they just being nimble right now? Okay, Moxley's out, Bryanson, Daniel Bryanson's, Dan, Daniel Bryan is I can't screen his name up left and right. Um, is in there. <laughs> Let's just call an audible and give it to Danielson. Like really, either way could work. But yeah, I kind of with you guys it's like they haven't done a whole lot with hangman other than he's wildly popular he's got a gimmick but there's not a whole lot of meat to the bone right now and danielson is so brilliant right now like yeah maybe you just strike while the iron's hot and have him continue this monster streak into a title reign yeah i could see some great matches coming out of him as champion as well Oh yeah, every match he's done has been great so far. Even with you know, Dark Order guys are very dependable. Uh, Alan Angels has has had good matches. We know Silver Silver is great. Um, Colt Cabana at this point in his career is just okay. But every person he's had a match with has been brilliant. Yeah, I feel like there's so many more ways Brian Danielson can beat Adam Hangman Page, uh, and only he has his finisher that can beat Brian Danielson. So I don't know. I'm playing the odds. I'm going to, I'm going to predict that we're going to see a new champion at winter's coming after breaking it down. I'd be very happy if that happened. No argument for Mm -hmm. me either. I think the the magic of Hangman was the story with Kenny Omega and doubting himself and then rising back up and winning that title. It's like one of those, like, be careful what you wish for, because it's like he's got it now, what's left? I, and think... I feel like you I feel like AEW is getting their money's worth uh with Danielson right now tenfold because of Moxley's absence too. It's like, you know what, we have this unique opportunity where we don't have to really you know, cater to, you know, so many people and, you know, so much respect that is deserved and dealed out to all these guys, put it on them. Fuck yeah. it. You know, the dude's earned it. He's, he's really delivered. You know, I've never, honestly, never really been a fan of, uh, Daniel Bryan, um, like in WWE. I mean, I've talked some shit about him on the show, but, uh, he's, I mean, he's pretty much won me over as far as like as far as respect goes as being a wrestler. The guy is damn good, oh, and uh, he yeah. would make a great champion, you know. Well, and I, Matt, I, like you said, with uh, his age too, he's only got a window of so much time. It only makes so much sense. So, yeah, I think my last point to re- kind of reiterate what we're saying too. I don't think you know AEW fans would would have the slightest problem i know that there's this you know to some people it's like oh another wwe guy comes in nobody's gonna think that it's like if daniel if danielson wins the title most people are gonna be like well of course he deserves to be champion because he's freaking amazing he's paid his dues everywhere oh, yeah. yeah and uh you know he's he's ate shit from wwe yeah i mean might i he he's 
he's done and seen it all and he's still capable to put on you know five star matches that we've seen so and that's all you can really hope from a champion right i mean do you do you get that out of adam page you know he's got a limited skill set in my opinion yeah, you get solid but, matches from him, but probably you look at his greatest achievements there because of who he's in the ring with. Right. <laughs> I agree. Well, yeah. Awesome uh, chat about Winter is Coming. I mean, we do have some other good matches coming up. We're going to see MJF versus Dante Martin uh, for who gets the ring. Uh, we just saw MJF and Dante battle it out in the Battle Royal last night on Dynamite. Any predictions on that? Are we going to think MJF is going to three-peat on this? I, I wouldn't be totally shocked. Yeah. Um, I mean, though, I can see... So even if MJF does win it, I think this starts something bigger between Dante Martin and Team Taz. Oh, yeah. um, you know, Dante Martin was quick to sign with Team Taz. Yeah. But then during the Battle Royal, we saw him and Ricky Starks sort of have their differences, let's say. <laughs> Um, yeah. so I think lose. that was more Dante Martin trying to be clever to infiltrate team Taz, build their trust and use that to win the battle Royal, which worked out well for him. So yeah, I could see MJF winning due to shenanigans. It starts this beef with team Taz so that we finally get a match between team Taz and then hopefully Leo rush and Dante Martin. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that team. I think Dante Martin and, uh, Leo rush could be a long-term team to me that would like there's they're just so great yeah, but, I, didn't, uh, I, yeah. I didn't see that one coming as being as good as it as it is um i guess to the point the question i like who I, I don't know these are really that's what the beauty of AEW. you can work yourself into either scenario like there stands the reason mjf's gonna keep the hot streak and win it a third time but um CM Punk was giving him shit about like, you know, you can only win because of the ring and your, your, your cronies. So maybe CM Punk or somebody like F's him out of the ring, you know, and, you know, Dante Martin's got a super bright future. Having the ring would be fun. He doesn't have a huge personality. So I don't know what the ring does for him. So that's what right. makes me wonder. It's like all you think about with the ring now is Mar is uh, MJF. So maybe he just holds yeah. on to it another year, it's a, it's a hill but uh I do not believe they're going to quite pull the trigger yet on Wardlow, but you know, once again, he, he, he screwed over Wardlow. So at some point there's going to be that satisfying moment where Wardlow has enough and stands up for himself. I don't know like it's going to be next week. So I don't know. I kind of feel like if you're going to keep this thing hot with uh, CM Punk, that MJF wins one more time, I but I wouldn't so put too. money on it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think MJF is going to retain this ring. I mean, it's it's a simple it's a simple prize in AEW, yeah. and it's just you know it fits him so well, and he's won it twice. Why not three P? It's not like people are going to get real pissed off or like you know it just makes too much sense. Like he's so hot right now, especially after coming back from Long Island. And let's talk about MJ Mom mjf's mom for a little bit here if she if uh i love her weighing in on how much she despises her son on the internet it's pretty funny shit making signs yep. <laughs> that's right that was great yeah the last time he was not an asshole he was what four years old <laughs> yeah, that's what it was love charlie it. were you with or yeah was it you with me remember when we went to starcast and oh, um yeah. Yep. They had that show that was those, the, that man and a woman that were doing the podcast and oh, yeah, Eddie yeah, Kingston joined them. Yep. And I think somebody, it might have been really MJF's dad, but like came on and was talking and they, it was like that story. Oh, like somebody yeah, was, it was on MJF's was, dad. And yep. I think it was, yep. it's like this thing that his parents have been doing for a while now yeah, where they I, like, yeah, yeah, even yeah. they say he's an asshole. Yeah, I think they've been working it forever. Yeah. yeah. yeah I forgot about that. Yeah. His dad yeah. was there. Yeah. You gotta love the support from the family. Yeah. You know, keeping the kayfabe. I love it. <laughs> Can I interrupt with some breaking news from the world of professional wrestling? Yeah, what do you see? That's I wanna read a head here, bro. I, I wanna read a headline to you guys because this is very important. Sunny says she's done oh, with men after being left oh, with the bill that. during a birthday date. Yeah, I read about that this morning. Ooh. It's she deserved it. She's 
trash. Besides, <laughs> <laughs> so, she's, uh, she's trash. Yeah. Besides being kind of not kind of. Besides being racist. Yeah, I would. I would honestly love to know where that restaurant was. I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't anything better than a TGI Friday. I was, was going to say it's, Applebee's. It was Fogo de Chao. I read the article Fogo oh. de Chao. Wow, like, you read. You know this, yeah? Yeah, I read it. So that was kind of interesting. They showed, <laughs> I want to see what her boyfriend looked like, dude. I was like, who it's is just this sad guy? To me. I, I took her for a ride. But yeah. sad is that she has money to pay for that because of fucking OnlyFans. That's how she. She's making big money. Oh yeah, she's showing her where. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, that was a tangent. I just wanted to share that news. I, I've I've seen Sunny in person, and sunny days aren't ahead for her. No, hmm. the, the sun is definitely setting. The sun has set. Oh. It has set. It's not. I setting. just honestly, honestly, I mean, I said this the other day to you guys in our in our chats, but uh, in her prime, I don't know. I mean, I think oh, I don't yeah. know if there was a was like, like a just more <laughs> sensational woman in wrestling. Yeah, like, and it's just sad to see where it's gone. I just like she is just stunning, and now yeah. Like, I- yeah, I hated the body Donnas because they got to hang out with Sunny all the time. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck these dudes!" Oof. And their blonde I feel like hair. This all should have been. This all should have been part of a Charlie's Corner, but that's okay. Uh-huh. For a long time, listeners, don't worry. You still get the great, same great comments. Kind of a Steve's we'll corner there. Yeah. Steve's corner on our next episode. <laughs> so stay tuned for that one. All right, all right. So back to winter is coming. Yeah, winter is coming. We're gonna see a little. Um, uh, what else are we going to see on that show? So like... I'm very excited, as everyone who likes good wrestling should be, that the Serena Deeb Sheeta match. You know that's going to be freaking great because oh, yeah. Serena Deeb has not had a bad match in this current run. She is like, you know, she's almost like the female <laughs> Brian Danielson. That every that. match she's been in is great. Sheeta's really good too. So, and they've really Definitely. done a good storytelling with this. I think that match is going to be off the charts. I agree. I, I, if if you had to pick who you think should win or could win or will win, mm. I would probably go with Serena D. I think so. uh, the video package that they had between them kind of paints her as the better wrestler, and I think, quite frankly, she's probably got a better future uh, in the women's division within AEW. I, th- I think, again, got to give credit to the What Culture guys is where we get all of our hot takes from, I feel, some days. But they were talking about how in terms of long-term booking with the women right now, Dr. Britt Baker, women's champion, obviously Thunder Rosa has to be the person to dethrone her, but then you got to wonder, well, okay, who somebody Thunder Rosa just dethroned a champion of over a year. Like who dethrones Thunder Rosa? Serena Deeb feels like the perfect person to do that. So I think they're doing a good job. Three of the division. Yeah, exactly. They're doing a great job building up a list of champions to carry that division for a while. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, yeah, I, yeah. if I were forced to make a prediction, yes, she does, I mean, really good. She had a great run, a good title run, blah, blah, blah. It's Deeb's like your future. Yeah, and I, I agree. I think she has to win that one. And I think, and then she kind of waits in the wings while uh, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa do their thing. Right. Well, and that's going to be a great match. We're going to have to tune in and see that. There's going to be some more matches probably going to be slated tonight on uh, Friday Night Rampage. Uh, it's going to be a great show. And uh, that only leaves one more segment left of the show, and that is Promo of the Week. And uh, we got a new listener here. I bumped into him at the Drunk Uncle. He uh, His name's Kevin, and I told him about the show. He's a big wrestling fan. I was like, yo, you should throw in a little Promo of the Week. And he's like... All right, here we go. So he sent us a real nice one here. It's between Bobby the Brain Heenan and Mr. Perfect. This uh-huh. comes from ni- 1990, so in their heydays and prime. So I can't wait to take a listen to this. It sounds like the perfect pair for the perfect promo. Let's take a listen. Couldn't work out any better. Yankees are in last place. Mets are just about out of it. Who knows what the other two lousy teams are going to do. I'm going to bring a winner to the Garden. And the winner is Mr. Perfect. So, Texas Tornado, you miserable hick from those Dust Bowl, wherever you live, you're coming right here to the Big Apple. You know, Bobby, 10 days is not enough time for any man to prepare for an Intercontinental Championship bout. That's my fault. Well, I'll tell you what, Bobby, don't worry about it. Carry Bon Air, Texas Tornado, 
as fast as that tornado came down and swooped up the Intercontinental Championship belt. As fast as Mr. Perfect will bring it back, and what rightfully belongs to the family is the championship, and it will return to the family. Well, there you have it. Mr. Perfect and Bobby the Brain Heenan putting on a perfect promo. They had the sculptures of Mr. Uh, Perfect's bust in the background. Mm-hmm. I always used to love that. Just classic shit. You gotta love it. Classic. Oh, it's so good. I mean, Mr. Perfect in his prime, it was such a great character. Yeah. And uh, Bobby the Heenan with him, and then they, like, you know, Flair got involved in that at one point, but my god, yeah, that was just money. I love, I love that. those promos. That promo uh, that Mr. Perfect did when he used to play like all the different sports and stuff yeah. like that. He was like going yeah. up against Bo Jackson. He was like throwing himself his own and passes. Yeah. And God, yeah. he was fucking awesome. So good. He, I just love every little, like, you know, some of the best matches of that era of the 90s where they're th- with Mr. Perfect and like Bret Hart and stuff. And I just. I just remember the little things he did, like where he'd be holding onto the rope with one hand and somebody would yep. kick the back of his leg and he'd do a complete 360 flip. <laughs> yep. Like, how do you do that? Yeah, it's like, crazy. It so, so good. Yeah. And the perfect plex. I think yeah. one of the coolest things I ever saw in my life as a young fan was it was uh, Mr. Perfect versus Hogan for the title. Of course, we know who won ultimately. Mr. Perfect. But Mr. Perfect. Yeah, right, right, right. You got it. But I, I can remember this still clear to this day. Mr. Perfect got uh, Hogan in the perfect plex, landed it. The ref did one, two, and while in the perfect plex, Hennig reached out his hand and stopped the ref from the three count because he wasn't done with Hogan. Of course, that would work out to backfire. But it was just this, like, perfectly execution. It was perfect execution because it's like he just – he was in the right place to just grab the hand before it hit the three count. It was amazing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he was the man. Truly was. Truly was. And he probably, uh, you know, I wouldn't say he was humble. But was he always hungry? I I for sure think he was always hungry. He was always looking for his next uh, way to wow the crowd. And you got to know, he was always hard. Mr. Perfect, always (laughs) keeping it. Triple H. Right, Charlie? Triple H! There you go. You got it. Perfect. Yeah, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Keep the Kayfabe and send us your requests and promos of the week at Keep the Kayfabe 414 at gmail.com and wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Peace! Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm the man. I believe every lie that I ever told Paid for every heart that I ever stole I played my cards and I didn't fold Well, it ain't that hard when you got sold Somewhere I heard that life is a test I've been through the worst, but I still get my best God made my mold different from the rest Then he broke that mold, so I know I'm blessed This is such good shit.